How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. I like how spicy this Dallas 49ers rivalry is becoming. Hey, welcome to the show, Maggie Gray, Andrew Perloff, right here on CBS Sports Radio. Listen, I know that this rivalry goes back a long time. We're not ignorant to that, Perloff, with both teams and franchises having five rings apiece in their history. But what's happening lately, like the last couple days, I think has taken this to a very fun level. Fun? First of all, what rivalry? And I don't understand why both these teams are engaging in this Tit for tat, back and forth, talk after the game. It was a 42 10 game. If you're <laughs> Dallas, you go and hide. I don't care who your player are. And, if you're San, and also, if you're San Francisco, what do you care about Dallas? Like, why are they? I, I think the Arizona Cardinals are as big a rival as the Dallas Cowboys right now. Oh, that's not true. I mean, this well, is. A, what's the rivalry? Well, this is the team that they've met the last two years in the playoffs. Right. San Francisco has beaten them the last two years in the playoffs. Right. But both of those games have been one score games. We just watched a blowout on Sunday night, but that's not how it's been in the postseason. It has been tight games, mostly coming down to Dallas errors, and so that adds a little bit of intrigue. But these have been close and tight games. They've basically been games decided by more field goals than touchdowns, and so I like the intrigue here. If if you're not sure what we're talking about, let's get everyone up to speed. So, Pete, let's play a little sound here. Let's start us off with Micah Parsons. Now, this one was a little hard to get behind, but he said... He doesn't believe there's a big gap between the Cowboys and the 49ers, despite the fact they just lost 42 to 10. I don't think they really are higher level than us. Um, I think we're the same caliber playoff team, um, if not the same talent standard as them. Um, I just feel like we need to really reconsider some things, get together and uh, fix it, fix some things. I feel like it was a few plays away. The score don't really uh, shape what really happened out there. Yeah, well, it did. Uh, it was. This is one where the numbers, I thought, did kind of tell the story, yeah. especially in the second half when the 49ers just pulled away in the third quarter. Now, By the way, I yes. do not consider that trash talk. That was actually a somewhat humble statement. I mean, that was not like, oh, let's stoke the rivalry. I think you're supposed to say that as a player. Hey, we feel like we're on the same level. What's Micah Parsons doing out there if he doesn't feel like he's on the same level? So I'm okay with that statement. I feel like the Cowboys, you know, I'm not sure they're stoking the rivalry. It feels like it might be coming the other way. Well, let's continue. Uh, Micah Parsons also, uh, this is all courtesy of Bleacher Report, of course, because he has his own podcast, said that George Kittle, now Kittle, this did not make the broadcast. Kittle, after Christian McCaffrey rushed in the fourth touchdown of the night for the 49ers, of course, Kittle had three receiving touchdowns. He lifts up his jersey to reveal a t-shirt underneath that said, bleep Dallas. 
Okay, so here was Micah Parsons saying that Kittle will regret making this rivalry so personal. George Kittle had three touchdowns on us, and he posted this thing to IG. He said, F Dallas. I just feel like he's making it more, way more personal than it had to be. Kittle's my guy, but I'm going to say this. Laugh now, cry later. We got something for that. Just trust. If we see them again, just trust. And we're going to put it just like that. I ain't going to put too much on it. You're going to make it personal. We can make it personal. That's cool. All right. So, Perloff, what do you think about that? Now, that was okay, up in now, the ante. Now, now you see what we're, we're talking about. Okay. No, I mean, Micah Parsons, obviously, he he's not going to back down from a challenge. But now he should just shut up and say, I'm going to prove it on the field. I'm going to get you in the playoffs. Just like he should. Here's what, what the right thing to say would have been. George Kittle, I see your T-shirt. I'm not going to say anything. We'll see you in the playoffs. Period. Not, and stop. Not laugh now, cry later. Okay, so Debo Samuel was on with our good friend, Kay Adams, on our Up and Adams show. Said the Cowboys... They shouldn't want to face the 49ers again. It was already personal before the game started. Now, um, 42 to 10, I don't think you like want to see us again. It might be a little bit worse. I don't know what we trust. <laughs> we trust, you know, laugh now, cry later. I mean, I don't think you want to see us again. There you go. So that's now you're up to speed on everything, unless something just happened in the last five minutes. That's basically up to speed on where things are. And listen, I know the Cowboys are coming off of what was, they said, a very humbling defeat. But I love the rivalry. I love the fact that they are stoking the flames. And if they do meet in the playoffs, this is going to be a super anticipated. It already would have been anticipated. Now it's got a little more personal and a little more personality into it. Okay. Both sides should disengage from this. San Francisco should have one goal, and that's the Super Bowl. Why they're worried about the Cowboys, who have not been a threat in the NFC since 1995, I have no idea. Obviously, the San Francisco has a major problem in Philadelphia. They played. Everyone was calling this the game of the year last week. The Niners and the Eagles play in Philadelphia at the beginning of December. I would assume things go well. Home field will be a, uh, yeah. at stake. So that's that's their rivalry. Oh, right you're now. just upset that the Eagles have been left out of this. No, I, I'm not. I just think San Francisco is bringing loser energy into this. Like, dude, you you should worry about Aaron Donald and the Rams and the Eagles, the teams that beat you in the playoffs. Why are you Why are you even talking about Dallas? Yeah, but what, the 49- what is Dallas to you? They're, they should be a mosquito on your back. <laughs> this team has to win a Super Bowl. Anything but a Super Bowl victory is a bust for them. I don't understand why they're engaging with the Micah Parsons and the Cowboys. Well, I think that Debo can't help but take the bait. Yeah, Debo. Number yeah. <laughs> one, and I love him for it. Please keep taking the bait. I think it's fun. And I would say if anyone's bringing some loser energy, and that's a, a term that our boss, Mike Eskin, loves to use for certain athletes, I think if anyone's bringing loser energy, it's not the 49ers for engaging with the Cowboys. It's Micah Parsons mm. for saying, oh, we just lost to you 42 to 10. We just got our butts kicked. But wait till next time. Yeah, I don't but like wait that till either. next time. I mean, that's Was a little it- after the fact. Like, why didn't you just show it on Sunday? Okay, I'm afraid to say this, but because I don't want to get on Micah Parsons' bad side. <laughs> okay. I think he's an incredibly cool guy. Yeah. But it's one thing to sack Daniel Jones and crawl on the ground like you're the best player in the NFL. <laughs> yeah. Was he even active against San Francisco? I mean, they had an answer for him in every turn. So you got to show up on the field and slow down the talk a little bit. Now, I feel like for Ryan Hickey's producing the show today, this has got to be a little difficult for you because Hickey, I think the only clothing he owns is – Penn State branded. So we know that you love Micah Parsons. You're contractually obligated to love him. But I don't think you love him calling out the 49ers and saying, we'll get you next time. I do love Micah Parsons, but that's pathetic. 
I mean, it sounds like, like, were you not ready for the game yeah. on Sunday? They weren't. Dak Prescott said before the game, this means two. Like, this win means double what a normal regular season win would be. You get smoked 42 to 10. Now it's, oh, wait to the playoffs. Yeah, we'll see <laughs> yeah. in the playoffs. What that, are you that wasn't about? the real us. Yeah, what? We don't really hit our stride. Well, actually, that's not true. The Cowboys are definitely a regular season type team, as they've shown. Yeah, well, and they're, they're 12 and 5. They don't hit their stride in the playoffs, or at least San Francisco has stopped them. <laughs> I do like the I do like the rivalry, even if Michael Parsons is bringing some loser energy to this. I do like the rivalry, and I think it's one of the best in football right now. I think only Chiefs Bengals has like a similar type of juice, just because they've met in the last two AFC Championship games. Well, I, first of all, let me say one thing: it's nice to hear Debo talk trash about another team and not the actual Niners for once. <laughs> uh, but I mean, he's is there ever a moment where Debo's not complaining or talking trash about something? But that's besides the point. Uh, yeah, I, I don't. I don't even see the Chiefs. The Chief Bengals heats up in the playoffs, but that, that's not like a week to week. I feel like those AFC North teams will kill each other on any given day. That's true. when I think a rivalry. I, it has to be divisional to me. I, I don't need these playoff rivalries. It's kind of like this Celtics Lakers rivalry. Right. Great greatest rivalry in NBA history. They went what three times in the eighties, and everyone in their minds is like Larry Bird and Magic Johnson were playing all the time. It just didn't happen. So I feel like we're making this rivalry way bigger in our head. I think we're making the Chiefs Bengals because the Bengals have to deal with the Steelers and the Ravens on and the Browns as well. I don't know. When I think of rivalry, I feel like there's got to be division. You play twice. You hate each other. You want to take out the other guy. I don't think that's what's happening here with San Francisco Dallas. I feel like this is playing out on the mic, but not on the field. Yeah. Is this a real rivalry? Does this feel like it has the heat? Now, since Mike McCarthy has taken over as the Dallas Cowboys head coach, one and three against the San Francisco 49ers. They did beat them in the regular season with your guy, Andy Dalton, when they were a pair of, I believe, five and nine teams were meeting. So it didn't exactly have the same type of gravitas. Yeah, I just don't, I don't know anyone who thinks that these two teams are going to meet in the NFC title game. I think everybody thinks that the Niners are going to be there. But right now, I know, sorry, I know you have the Cowboys as Super Bowl pick. I do. But it does feel like everybody's sort of down on the, on the, if the, everyone thought the Cowboys were a real threat in the NFC, then it'd be a rivalry. But right now, after that 42-10 beatdown, I just don't see it at all. I feel like the Eagles-Niners is really the, the rivalry right now. It should be. I mean, listen, Brock Purdy said this thing before the game that I didn't understand. He said, oh, yeah, last year's game against the Cowboys in the playoffs was the toughest test I've had as a quarterback. I'm like, you got knocked out in three plays the next <laughs> yeah, right. week against Hassan Reddick and the Eagles. So I didn't totally understand well, that. Well, maybe he doesn't even consider that a fair fight because he did get knocked out yeah. basically tore his UCL in the in the contest. And so, you know, it was it was over. I know he went back into the game, but he could he couldn't even throw the ball. Okay, and I'm, I am making this about Philly, and I apologize. But do you see Jalen Hurts talking trash about anybody? Do you see him even cracking a smile after know, they win? That's because Jalen Hurts, that's just not who he is. I, he's I, cool. He's I, He's been there before, and he acts like it. Like, I, I think these, these teams are acting, I don't know, little, as you said, loser energy going on. On both sides. Yeah, but I think the Niners engaging in this because they know it's going to get a lot of headlines, and they seem to like the attention. And now, all of a sudden, every single player has a podcast, which yeah. is so... <laughs> which uh, I appreciate. Yeah, it's a lot of great content. But I, I don't know why the Niners are... They should just say, yeah, that was a good game, and we're focused on what's ahead. Isn't that what champions say? Well... To be fair, I mean, they haven't won it all, so... Yeah, but they haven't lost to the Cowboys if they, you know... I, I This week, a week five win over the Cowboys means nothing for this team because 
This is a team of every team in the NFL. If they don't win the Super Bowl this year, it's going to be a letdown. I, I mean, not even get to the Super Bowl. They have to win it. You know, you're so right about that. The expectations have changed for the 49ers, I think, quite a bit. Because oh, yeah. before it was like, well, Brock Purdy, mm-hmm, let's see mm-hmm. if he's real. Let's see how he can respond from an elbow injury. It's like we didn't really know this guy unless you're a diehard, you know, Iowa State fan. You didn't really know who he was. He gets thrown into the fire. It's a great story, but he has this great team around him. So it's like, was it Purdy? Is it the team? Then he's got to come back from a massive injury, and the dude still has never lost a game that he wasn't brutally injured in. This feels so real that you're right. It's absolutely Super Bowl or bust for them. It, It has been since they won that first game in Pittsburgh. Yeah, so this Cowboys rivalry, they should really be focused on the Eagles. Um. Because the Eagles are five, are quietly five and zero, they want that game in San Francisco. If they get home field advantage of playoffs, you saw the game on Sunday night. Is anyone going into that stadium on that grass and winning? It's no, be hard. It's going to be hard. They just got to stay healthy, focused. Don't get distracted by those Cowboys and Stephen A. Smith and the headlines and all that. There's so much hoopla that comes with a Cowboys game, and this is just an example. If I'm the Niners, don't get brought into that and for our guy Micah Parsons you're a Micah Parsons fan I see you wearing Cowboys blue today yeah I mean that was not actually intentional Uh, we're getting dressed now in the middle of the night like I can't put any kind of thought into my outfits anymore what would you say to Micah Parsons if you uh if he asked you Maggie how should I play this yeah I'd be like not not the way you did (laughs) not that way but I like the fact that he wants to speak his mind. I like the fact that this is a bit of a rivalry and that, you know, it's getting a little personal on both sides. I'm trying to think what the poll question is for today. I think it's more, is this loser energy from the 49ers to even engage? I mean, is this loser energy on both sides? Or, I, do, you, or do you love it? Because I love it. I think a better question, well, that is a good question, but also, is this the best rivalry in the NFL right now? Because Or what is? What's the best rivalry? And you could put up this one, you could put up the Chiefs and the Bengals. Yeah. Uh, what's what about the Steelers, divisional? Ravens? I think is always good, but that game was like it's always fourteen to ten or whatever. I feel like Bengals Ravens is good because they played Bengals, three times Ravens last year. Good. Put Bengals Ravens on there. Is there any other Cowboys Eagles? Is that not feel quite there? It feels like the Cowboys have forgotten about the Eagles. Yeah, no, the Cowboys clearly are more focused on the 49ers. Yeah, for whatever reason, but you know, wait till I mean, wait till they, Eagles week. A- anytime the Cowboys play anybody, it's the game of the week. So I feel like they'll they'll turn their focus to the Eagles. Sean Payton v Nathaniel Hackett. It's a little <laughs> more in the weeds. Eight five five two one two four CBS. Eight five five two one two four two two seven. Okay, a lot more to get to. Aaron Rodgers versus Kelsey. That one's shaping up pretty nicely. We'll get oh, to Aaron Rodgers a little bit later that on. That might be. You should actually put that on the poll. Maybe we shouldn't put that on the poll. <laughs> Do we want that energy in the poll? Yeah. It looks like there could be. Um, this one could bleed off the field quite a bit. Aaron Rodgers <laughs> on Pat McAfee yesterday saying he wants to debate Travis Kelsey and Anthony Fauci with him and John F. Kennedy Jr. Robert. And, excuse yeah, me, Robert. Yeah. RFK Jr. Yes. Yeah. JFK. That'd be a hell of a debate. That'd be tough. Okay, didn't expect to go there. <laughs> do, do you remember when there was those rumors that people thought that JFK was coming back from the dead? You remember this, right? And people sort of. showed up at a rally in Dallas thinking oh, that yeah. JFK was not actually dead. It was a conspiracy theory. That With the was, younger JFK, who died in a yes, plane Yes, John F. Kennedy Jr. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, I don't, again, this poll has gotten strange. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So that's what was going on with uh, Rogers and McAfee yesterday. Yeah, all Couple right. So other things too. Best rivalry in the NFL. <laughs> Should we yeah. get, Rogers versus Can we Kelsey. get the Swifties in here somewhere? <laughs> or, or Cowboys versus 49ers. <laughs>
<laughs> Honestly, that's 50-50. It's a, that's a really tough one. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Man, just leave Anthony Fauci alone. Like, can this guy, he doesn't even work for the government anymore. Can we just let it go with him? Uh, okay, you can let him go be, what if Rogers call him a pharma crack? <laughs> <laughs> he did, I never heard that term before. 855-212-4CBS, so much to do today. Jeez, it is Wednesday, which means the Great Debate Series continues our series of just big-time sports debates. Uh, we'll get to that a little bit later on in the show. Hint, hint, has to do with the greatest sports anthems. So do that a little bit later. We want to hear from you. 49ers, Cowboys, is it a real rivalry? Again, 855-212-4227. Maggie and Perloff just getting started here on this Wednesday, CBS Sports Radio. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on. We talk about basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happens. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Maggie and Perloff. So we did this thing on the show where Maggie went to a college that did not have a college football team, so yeah. she got to pick a college football team. My, I picked Oregon, by the way, and Oregon. I'm feeling really good about it. Yeah, no, it was a good year to pick Oregon. Well, we'll see this Saturday. We'll get into that yep. later in the week. So I'm a Flyers fan, traditionally, Philadelphia Flyers in the NHL, but I'm thinking of buying a Blackhawk sweater. Just <laughs> going for this it. This is so pearl off. Yeah. This is, you already have a team. You're just always looking for the better opportunity. You're a bandwagoner. Well, the Flyers are a little down, and I watched, and I haven't watched a full regular season hockey game in a long time. Connor Bedard made his debut for the Blackhawks, 18-year-old phenom. Yep. You could just tell. He's not huge, but you could tell, oh, my God, that guy is moving differently. And he had a very, you know, he didn't score, but he had a very successful debut, had an assist, got a ton of shots on goal. Uh, this is, I'm wondering, is this the star that the NHL was promised? They still have not, they haven't really had an heir to the Gretzky-Lemieux kind of thing yeah. I think Crosby and Ovechkin did a nice job with it. I mean, I don't think it's so. a great debate about I mean, Crosby who's was better. Out there. Yeah, but it was they need a singular starter. Crosby really lifted the game. I mean, I think his health issues yeah, got sure. out of the way. All the concussions, I mean, that's bad. Ovechkin, I think was a great is a great personality, you know, in the game kind of playing the villain and the foil a little bit to Crosby like I, I don't know. I I think they I think they deserve some credit. The thing about Bedard yeah. is if he's really going to cross over like, because Connor McDavid and Jack Eichel, and there's been these other guys who yeah. are really, really amazing, amazing players, but they haven't, like, crossed over. They got to go the Kelsey route here. You got to get a famous girlfriend, number one. 
you have got to use the celebrity part of this to pull in the other fan base. Like you got to become more cultural. Like I'm, I'm watching page. Mm. I'm looking at page six yesterday in the New York Post. Apparently, Kelsey and Swift were like spending his birthday together or something before the Minnesota game. So you think that they, get a different audience has got to know about these people. Yeah. So you think that dating a celebrity is yeah. better than winning the Stanley Cup for these guys? Listen, because I don't think Wayne Gretzky got famous because he was dating Janet Jones. No. I think it's because he was won about a million Stanley Cups and set okay. every single record in NHL history. Okay. But also when Gretzky was playing, there was like four things to watch on TV and hockey was one of them and everyone was into hockey. Also, NHL 94, I think, really did help hockey, the, the video game. You got to do something that culturally crosses over. Like you win a Stanley Cup, you already got the hockey fans. If you want to cross over, you got to get the other people to start paying attention. That's why you call it a crossover star. I I don't. I think the key for this is he's got to win a title or Connor McDavid. I, I they, they need Connor McDavid probably in a different city, but I I think you need to win a lot of titles. You need to look at the sport like you look at the NBA and you say who is the face of the NBA? LeBron. Right. One name. You look at the NBA. Before that, it right. was Michael Jordan. Sure. You need one guy to just be the guy. And I think that's probably part of the problem with Crosby and Ovechkin. There wasn't one guy. Now, I don't know if Bedard's going to be that guy, but I was into it last night. The other thing, though, he is so young. I couldn't believe yeah, it. Yeah. I'm like, what? This little guy, this little kid, <laughs> he's gonna, he should be in high he's school. He's going to be the biggest star in the NHL. Why yeah, is probably. he out there skating with these real men? <laughs> uh, so, I, And also, the other thing, too, is NHL, this new partnership with ESPN. I bought the hype. I mean, I'll bet they, they had Jack Eichel on at halftime in the Monday Night Football game. I'm like, all right, I'm in. Being on ESPN is so huge for NHL. That is the most important factor. I think they went away because ESPN didn't cover them for a long time. So I think it's going to be a good time for the NHL. They need Bedard to win the whole thing. Yeah, I, I just, I'm going to disagree with you on how you get famous as a hockey player. You get hockey famous by being great and winning cups. You get famous famous by doing something outside of your sport. Like, you know, it's just a fact. Like, you'll get more famous if he starts dating Olivia Rodrigo than he is if he wins two Stanley Cups. Thank you, Andrew Bogus, giving me a nod of approval. Right, but the NHL needs one guy to lift the entire league. I don't know if Connor Bedard debating <laughs> dating Olivia Rodrigo. It's a good start. It's it's good, but guys, this is PR one hundred and one. I mean, come on, this is this is not even this is the the obvious playbook. It's not even next level. I mean, mm. Crosby won three Stanley Cups. Three. Three. So, like, winning is not going to just do... Ovechkin might how break many years Wayne Gretzky's were, How many years record. were those three cups? So, they were a lot... The two were back-to-back or two in three years, and then they tacked on another one. But that's probably, like, six years ago now. So, I mean, they got spread out, but he won three cups. Do you honestly think his career has played out like Wayne Gretzky's? Obviously not. Well, that's an unfair comparison. Well, they need... That means everybody that's not Jordan sucks in the NBA. Well, the NBA had a big problem. When Jordan left the game, there was a huge vacuum, and they got really lucky that LeBron James stepped into that. Listen, I think the NHL needs a singular star, and I don't think dating Olivia Rodrigo is going to do it. I think you need multiple Stanley Cups. It will help, but think about it. You and I even, we listen, it's a little fictionalized, but they put a whole movie with Ben Affleck and Matt Damon about Jordan signing a sneaker deal, right? right? Jordan's brilliance was above reproach, 
But the marketing aspect of Michael Jordan clearly helped because people are still wearing his shoes and he hasn't suited up since the early 2000s. Right, but if he didn't actually have the human ability to fly, right. none of that would have mattered. <laughs> no, I get that, but it even He won that, six titles in six seasons. I know, but even he, with all that success yeah. and the ability to fly also benefited from a machine behind him, a marketing machine. Like, you're a that hockey machine, player. You need something more than just being good at hockey. Uh, but that marketing machine wouldn't have mattered if he couldn't have won the title. I think it would have It right, would have they, been they both, 50% they, of what it is. They went beautifully together. It was a marriage made I think the title comes first. I, I think you have to win. You have to be in the finals on TV in front of everybody. There have been hockey players who've dated famous women that have not lifted the sport. I assume. I don't know. I'm going old school. Ron well, Grester and Carol Alt. Yeah. So I had the Crosby Cups reversed. He won one in 09, then 16, 17. I thought the back to back was first. So they're spread out, but there's three. That's not Michael Jordan, six in six years. No, but it's three Stanley Cups. You want him to win cups, he won three of them. Yeah. And it's a lot. It doesn't, this is, I think this is hockey's problem. It doesn't matter. Like, it, it just, I don't know. Well, it matters for hockey people. I'm just saying for crossover no, I, stardom. I don't, the cups right. is one thing. It, def, it definitely doesn't hurt. But you're talking about, you know, if you want to be face of the sport, like, I think you need to have a little something more to your yes, story. That, and that's where I was going. The yeah. winning doesn't matter outside of hockey. Right. You need the other stuff. I mean, even Ovechkin, it's theoretically possible he's going to break Wayne Gretzky's goal right. record. And the country is not going to stop like it did with home run records. it's We didn't care that much about LeBron passing Kareem, but people were at least tracking that. I don't think there's going to be these... I think people cared about ep- that. But not to the extent of, oh, of no. the home run, uh, <laughs> right, any, right. any home run chase. Yes. And there's not going to be any dramatic countdowns to Ovechkin getting to Gretzky, but even that's not going to matter for Ovechkin. But if he was married to Anna Kornikova, we would know far more about him. Is it? Isn't there a hockey player married? I thought Anna Kornikova. Who's married to a hockey player? There's a lot of hockey players who are married to famous women. I don't think they're huge mainstream stars. Are they? I know, uh, but see, that's the thing. You need that instant recognition. Yes. Like we don't even have to think about it. Anna Kornikova is uh, married to Enrique Iglesias. Right. Come on. We and did like, this last week in our great debate yes. series of famous couples. Oh, so who are the? Fa- there were a bunch of hockey players with famous women in that debate. Carrie too. Underwood. Has right. a famous hockey Yeah, Mike husband. Fisher. Yeah. yeah. And we know that Bogush has a thing for Alicia Cuthbert. So, right. Dion Phaneuf. I'm talking about like Ken Griffey level players and A Rod and Barry Bonds and Patrick Mahomes and just singular athletes who are going to just change the sport forever. You're not going to do that by dating a pop star. None of that is really going to matter. That's what I'm talking about. Like the expectation, not just to be a personal star, I mean to lift the entire sport where everyone's like, oh my God, he's on TV. We got to go watch it. I don't know. I don't think dating someone famous will do that. But Connor McDavid's already doing that, yeah, and no one's he, watching yeah. because he plays in Edmonton. But night. is he really doing that? Yeah, he's ridiculous. I think. By the way, is he won? Is he what? Has he won? No. But well, that's he, what he but, needs. But if he wins, he's not going to host SNL. He'll host SNL if he's yeah. Olivia Rodrigo's girl boyfriend. Yeah, I think I mean, or something. I just yeah. threw that out there. But yes, it's like it's got to be one other thing. I think it's got to be Jordan the hockey. Didn't, Jordan didn't have that. Gretzky didn't have because that. They don't, but they didn't play hockey. Yeah. Well, Gretzky did. But, I'm but saying Gretzky was different because it was a different time, and it was a, and he was Gretzky. McDavid's not Gretzky, but he's a generational player right now, and it doesn't matter because he can't get out of the hockey world. Yeah, he needs I mean, the he other thing kind of needs to get to America. Maybe I don't. I don't, but I don't know. If he was a Ranger, I don't know if it would, it would change that much either. I don't know. I, I'm not sure about that. Right? It's like. I, and I also, I kind of want to see this happen just so that we get another crossover situation. Don't you guys want to actually watch, like, oh, this is kind of weak, guys. I think, like, oh, Connor Bedard, like, 
he's an eighteen year old phenom. Don't you want to see what he could do different in the sport? Not who he can date. This is insane. Yeah, I know, but this is on this is the thing. I'm looking forward to seeing what he can do in the NHL. Absolutely. But I see a lot of talented guys in the NHL. Yeah, he's but, not the only one. No, no, but he's got to be different. That's what I'm saying. He's got to be more talented than even the most. He's got to be better than McDavid even. Right, but but we are, we've had four guys that you're asking for have existed in the last two decades, and none of them have crossed, have over. crossed over. So that's why we're at the, me and Maggie are at the point where you need something other let's than hockey. Let's do it. Let's, let's get everyone's Crosby, attention in Ovechkin, a different way. Yeah, David he's got to be better than Crosby and Ovechkin. I mean, yeah, oh, I, don't, I don't think that would matter either. He's played one game. How many? How many <laughs> you right, got to be better than Ovechkin's Crosby and playing, Ovechkin together. Ovechkin's been playing, what, since 1974, and he's won one <laughs> Stanley Cup? Yeah. yeah, it was a big one, though. You know. It's not a big one. I'm saying Wayne Gretzky won four in six years. No, like no, it was amazing. Ovechkin's cup is kind of like Kevin Garnett's title or, right, right. Just or like, Dirk Nowitzki's title. Like it's just one, but it means a lot. Right, but it's not in the same it's not even in the conversation with what Edmonton did with Messier and Gretzky. Like they of need course, something that was a dynasty. Like, yeah, th- that's what hockey needs. They need a championship run like Jordan. Like okay, some but the Blackhawks everyone... had like a mini dynasty right. going not that and long the Bruins, ago. Too. But it's a mini dynasty. I mean, they need a superstar leading a singular dynasty in sports. Like Mike, they got to go for like a Michael Jordan and maybe a, a LeBron yeah. thing. I still think the flaw in your argument is is thinking hockey is on par with those other sports. That it can just exist on its own hockey success, right, and but, it can't. No, no, but hockey needs, they need one guy. They need one star. They, they have not had that really. I mean, Crosby, in my mind, really was not that guy. See, just that's right. Dude. Yeah, and I thought it was great because Crosby and Ovechkin did have the rivalry. Right. Yeah, yeah, kinda, so, right, but that's, not, that's two. But rivalries help sports just like Magic and Bird I mean, help the NBA. Right, and it was perfect because you could even, you could have done all of the silly, ignorant, like, North America versus Russia. There were all these storylines built in, and it was great for hockey, but the rest of the public didn't care. Partly because Crosby, too, is a little, a little Mike Troutish, where he doesn't yeah. have a huge personality, personality yeah. and didn't want to be out there. That didn't help either, but he was the guy. He He's the singular guy you were asking for, and it didn't, it didn't work because he was just a hockey player. Yeah. Uh, all right, I think we've thoroughly gotten to the bottom of that conversation. Let's do some headlines with Andrew Bogus. And they're all sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. The Baltimore Orioles won 101 games, were never swept during the regular season, and then got swept, taking a three-game loss from the Rangers in their ALDS. Game three in Arlington last night was over pretty quickly. And the 1-2 pitch. And that ball was lifted high into the air, deep left field. Hayes is going back, back onto the track. He looks up, it is gone! Adolis Garcia will touch them all! His three-run blast has given Texas a 6 to nothing lead. In the bottom of the second inning, Wait, as heard on Rangers like, Radio. Did he, like, fall off the chair or something? What I, was I don't going know, on in the booth? Is I that did, a cannon? I did see a video <laughs> coming in this morning. Um, somebody was filming the at-bat, and the ball, the home run ball, came to him in the outfield. So you're watching it all the way arcing, and then it comes, like, right to the dude's right shoulder. His phone drops. There's all this commotion for the ball. I don't know if that's... That clearly was not what we were hearing, but <laughs> it could have been because that dude in left field almost took that ball in the face. That is wild. Never swept in a series, get to the playoffs, boom, swept. Yeah. And the Rangers, remember, it was such a disappointment because they lost the AL West on the last game of the season, and then, boom, they sweep the Rays, sweep the Rangers, or excuse me, sweep the Orioles. 
Good night now. A 7-1 win for Texas last night. Nathan Evaldi, Cade 7, over 7. It was a great ride with a bad ending, says Baltimore skipper Brandon Hyde. We're supposed to win 76 games. Won 101, won the American League East. Proud of, really proud of our group. Um, they defied all the odds. Nobody gave us a chance. They got, these guys played their butts off for six months. We just we just didn't play well for these la- these last three, unfortunately. And now the Rangers maybe face their friends from Houston in the ALCS. The Astros a 2-1 lead on the Twins after a 9-1 win in Minneapolis. Christian Javier threw five scoreless after a rocky beginning that had Dusty Baker thinking about a pitching change. You can smell when I'm about to take him out. Javier settled down after getting that whiff. Uh, Cade 9, erasing five walks, one hit. Game 4, 7 Eastern tonight, sandwiched between Game 3 for the Braves and Phillies and the Dodgers and Diamondbacks. It took 4 minutes and 33 seconds for Dylan Brooks to get tossed. For the first time as a Rocket, he was shown the door in his preseason <laughs> debut for hitting Indiana's Daniel Tice in the groin as Tice set a screen. Shockingly, Brooks pleading innocent, blaming his reputation. What's my name? My name is Dylan the Villain, so <laughs> I guess. The Rockets won the game. I mean, he like uppercutted him like right. Yeah. I mean, he like went right, right between. Yeah. Right between the legs. Might not have been the most vicious act, but he certainly could have had more control of his limbs as he was going around this dude. Seemed wildly avoidable. Yeah, easily avoidable for sure. <laughs> just nuts. Yeah. Is I'm, it? I just, well, yeah, yeah. No pun intended. I think um, I can't tell if there's more groin shots these days. You guys would know better than I would in basketball. Well, Grayson Allen, right? Was the Grayson guy. Allen between Draymond, yeah. Grayson Allen, Dylan Brooks. I mean, you got a lot a little, of guys. A little while ago, Grayson, I actually heard him in a press conference say, I, I don't do that anymore. The fact that you had to say <laughs> anymore. that. Anymore. Guys, yeah. I quit. And Draymond was what what? a man. <laughs> Draymond was seven years ago. Uh, yeah, honestly, sometimes in football that happens. Like it happened the other day, right? Somebody well, that's flicked. the Mac Jones. Yeah, honestly, Mac you, Jones is like one of those every six weeks. That's why it was ridiculous to me because you are taking hits that could sort of put you in the hospital. Who yeah. cares a little flick? That's not that bad. I mean, I, nut guy. I'm speaking for myself. I just thought it was like a, a code, a guy code. Yeah, you could do it on a football field, but basketball, I guess, a little tough. What team is Dylan Brooks on again? You He's said, on the Rockets. What the heck? That does not make any sense to me. Enforcer? I'm not sure. Travis Kelsey put in a limited practice with the Chiefs yesterday ahead of tomorrow's game with the Broncos. Cardinals running back James Connors on IR with a knee injury and the Falcons trading for Rams receiver Van Jefferson. No more targets left for him because of Puka Nakua, Tutu Atwell, and of course the return of Cooper Cup. There is still no timeline for Juwan Howard to return to Michigan basketball. The head coach had heart surgery last month. And yes, it was opening night in the NHL. The aforementioned Connor Bedard, an assist in his first game. Chicago rallying for a 4-2 win in Pittsburgh. And the Golden Knights raised their Stanley Cup banner, then beat the Kraken 4-1. Guys, back to you. Hey, Andrew Bogus, thank you. Yes. I, got a, I got a candidate for face of the sport. Okay. Oh. And I'll tell you, I've decided what the most important factor is. Okay. It is not necessarily championships, so those are huge. It's not necessarily girlfriends, so those can help. Zion Williamson, because to have one name is a huge thing. Uh, Just to call somebody Zion. You do need a nickname. If Zion could somehow stay healthy and put together nine all-star seasons. Yeah. Just that one name, Zion, Jordan, <laughs> LeBron. I know Michael Jordan, like in a vacuum, is like the, one of the more boring names of all time. <laughs> it's like he might as well be Mike Smith. It's but just because some... he's Michael Jordan. But just Jordan, though. You yeah. could say Jordan. You could say LeBron. Yeah, Zion's a good name. LeBron's a good name. LeBron's good. Zion, you're going to remember it forever. I don't Giannis. know if Connor McDavid or what's Bogus that? Giannis. Giannis. 
Giannis, right. I don't know if Connor McDavid and Connor Bedard quite do it yet. They need like a singular nickname. You didn't like Sid the Kid or Ovi? No. Ovi, no. You got to go like soccer, right? Where you go one name, like Mm. Neymar or something. Mm. I think that is the key to be the face of the sport is one name, like Perloff. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. I was just going to say that. Like Perloff. Perloff. It just rolls off the tongue. Uh, Yeah. So I think. Wemby? There's Wemby. Like maybe Wemby. That could be a face of a sport. They need, first of all, somebody in sports, we need a new young superstar. Maybe that's why I was watching Connor Bedard last night. We need somebody new. I'm getting bored with the guys we have. We have like all these quarterbacks who are like 25 and under. You're already bored with these guys? I don't know. Are they as good as Mahomes though? I don't know. Let's go. Jeff in Minnesota wants to talk about Justin Fields. Speaking of one of those young guys. Good morning, Jeff. How are you? Oh, uh, I am doing great, and I'm uh, I'm kind of depressed. I think the Vikings are uh, are going to get the game stolen from them on Friday because it looks like Chicago took the chains off Fields and they released the Kraken. So <laughs> I'm telling you, I think there's going to be a lot of nine one one calls on Sunday and uh, for theft, man, because I think Chicago is going to steal the game. Yeah, but is that good or bad, Jeff? I mean, the tank talk in Minnesota seems to be pretty prevalent. We're done. We're done. <laughs> yeah. I mean, let's let's face it. I mean, JJ doesn't look like he's going to be playing Sunday, and if he is, he's not going to be a hundred percent. He's out. He's definitely out for the next month, Jeff. But thank you for the call. Um, could the Bears beat the Vikings now? Even without Justin Jefferson and everyone talking about how the Vikings should just pack it in this season, trade Kirk Cousins, no. trade off everything, Minnesota is still favored on the road yeah. against the Bears by two and a half points. I wouldn't be surprised if the Vikings GM ran down to the field and actually ran onto the field to get a penalty to keep the Vikings from winning. <laughs> this is a huge loss for the Vikings. If they're pull up Mike Tomlin, remember when he was on the sideline and tripped the yeah, 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 guy yeah, yeah. from the Ravens? Yeah, the Vikings can't. Uh, they cannot afford to win this game. That would be a disaster. <laughs> can't afford to win the game because it's they a are must a lose. strong competition with the Bears. One and four and one and four. They, you know, they're fighting for the number one pick here, Maggie. This is a huge game. This might be the game of the weekend. Eight five five. Did he say that was gonna happen? <laughs> On a Friday? It's not That confused me. Yeah. yeah. There was something going on with that call. By the uh, way, Dion plays on Friday, right? Though yes. that that mm-hmm. so Friday is an actual football day this week. So in my mind, I'm like, wait, did the, I actually looked at the schedule. I was like, did the Vikings play on Friday this year <laughs> this week? The NFL is crazy. It's like they're playing on Friday in Portugal. It's like, wow, I wouldn't yeah. I wouldn't put it past the NFL. <laughs> Need that Portugal Portugal market. 855-2124 CBS. So much to do, including separating a little fact from fiction when it comes to the AFC. We'll get to that in a moment. Maggie and Perloff on CBS Sports Radio. Welcome back to Maggie and Perloff. We get into our great debate series at the top of the hour. We're doing best sports anthems of all time. Perloff and I have our thoughts. Get yours as well. When there's good sound and there's coaches going back and forth with the media, it's like catnip for us. Just have to play it. (laughs) <laughs> Who does Penn State play this weekend, Ryan? Oh, what? big one. It is uh, UMass. Oh, this is UMass. The Minutemen. This is big. We have someone who we work with here, Dave Marinick, who's been fading UMass for <laughs> yeah. the last two and a half years. Victor He's... Cruz caught, caught him some bucks back in the day. <laughs> Meanwhile, Marinick must be a low-key millionaire. Uh, okay. So Penn State against UMass, not exactly the barn burner of Saturday, October 21st, when Penn State goes to Ohio State. That one's going to be a little bit bigger. But anyway... James Franklin, here's how it starts. We got to play this in two clips. Here's the beginning of him getting a 
uh, asked a question by a reporter about why they're not taking more shots down the field. Is there a balance, though, between, hey, we need you to throw the ball deep no matter. Just take a shot. Don't don't overthink it. Take a shot. We need to see it. We're going to call it. And, and we need you to get some confidence in doing this as opposed to even giving a young quarterback the chance to say, hey, just check it down if, if, if it's not there. I, I don't really understand what you're saying because we would never like i'm like my skin is curling when you say just drop back and chuck it deep no matter what like like that is like i I don't even know what you're i don't know what you're saying (laughs) (laughs) that was just the beginning of this um the reporter again tried to clarify it didn't go well take the shot Uh, even if he might be covered 30 yards down the field Maybe you think he'll be open 45 yards down the field. Like, I still don't, like, you're speaking Japanese. Like, mm. like we, we have never done that. Just throw the ball up, and maybe he'll be open, and maybe he'll catch. Like, my skin is like, <laughs> like, my, I'm, my, I'm, like, you're making me uncomfortable. Like, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. So, no, no, strong no. Oh, boy. So good. But here's the funny thing, because you look on the surface here and you're at wondering, why would James Franklin be getting questions like this? Here are the scores of the Penn State Nittany Lions yeah. games. 38 points against West Virginia, 63 against Delaware. They really laid it on. 30-13 to 13 against Illinois, 31-0 against Iowa, and 41-13 against Northwestern. Like, See, I totally get this question, and it's a valid question. Ryan, you can back me as a Penn State they have the future number one overall pick in the NFL, and they are turning him into, uh, I don't even know what, like a backup quarterback. Like he's, because I watched Drew Aller, and I was, ho- I think I put a future on his Heisman. Yeah. And it, they're not using him at all. So I think that's what the question was, right? Like he's not throwing the football. They do not throw the ball more than like 10 yards on the field. There's no explosion. Yeah. And, the like, and they by the way, they don't need to, guys. They just came off a game where they won 41 to 13. How could you nitpick the offense, right? Well, now? he looked, he looked, flat out bad against Illinois that Illinois defensive like I watched that whole game like I'm like this they're they're killing his future Drew Aller they won 30 to 13 that wasn't even close I think they they almost had to pull Aller in that game like, <laughs> okay but I'm just saying like, that, that game was pretty close too okay but that okay then they pulled away this had, the, it was 23 to 7 going into the fourth quarter okay maybe a little closer than you'd like for a college football score but they still had the game in hand but I'm just saying it is a valid question. James Franklin, Ryan, you answer this. Like, I do feel like he's got to be under the spotlight. Like, he's got to win this year. And it does seem like the offense is not moving forward. It's moving backward. That's what this guy, he just worded it the wrong way. Yeah, right. I mean, I get wanting to get explosive plays, but I also understand James Franklin being like, I mean, is this not enough? We are winning quite comfortably here. And that game against Illinois is on the road. It's the third week of the season. You're still figuring stuff out. And again, they won easily. Yeah, Ryan, but, you're like wincing about this. I mean, come on, Ryan. Do you, do you honestly feel good heading into that Ohio well, State game? You I cannot. do because Ohio State's offense has looked worse. I think <laughs> so. That's there's some optimism, but they've not. Yeah, they've the Drew Eller's like first passing ever. Maybe it was like that 75 yard touchdown, like off one foot. It was beautiful. They've not thrown the ball deep since. I will say, James Franklin. I like James Franklin. I'm yeah. a defender. Kind of a hardo. Uh, like, so you uh, think this like, is unfair to say that to the reporter? No, no. I just think he knew what he was like. I think he reacted that way a little bit on purpose. Yeah, right. Like oh. you could have just said like, "Oh no, we don't really force it ever. We just tell Drew throw what you see." Yeah. Yes. That's it. I mean, we kind of doubt. That was like two minutes basically where he kind of. 
I think knew what he would like. Oh, kind of played it, you know, played it up. He's, it's a little. Mm. He's trying. <laughs> he's trying to show people because I, you know, listen. You maybe he's a little sensitive to this because maybe he's seeing, yeah, you know, Allard's throwing for 190 yards, which is like nothing for a quarterback, and in a game, and maybe he's feeling a little sensitive, so he's got to overcompensate. That would make sense. Like, yeah. why would he be so sensitive? Uh, I got to tell you the other thing, too, is Drew Aller does not look the same. Like, he was, I came into Ryan, and I'm like, oh, my God, there's the number one pick. I don't think he's that, cor- already five games in, I'm like, ooh, I don't know anymore. What, what do you think? Is he playing up to his hype? He, no. I don't know how much is him, but the receiver's not very good, but no. Yeah, it, it started off hot, and <laughs> strong no, like James said. Uh I, is James Franklin a good coach? I've always kind of wondered that too. I know Great he can question. recruit. I know he can recruit. <laughs> and I know he gets into some some trouble, but I I can't figure him out at all. Um, would, would he be a candidate to take over for Saban? Like, is he gonna if he ever wanted to move on? Would he be like a top top level guy? I think that depends. Does Saban want his the the person who follows him to have any shot of showing him up? If he yeah. does, then probably not James Franklin. If he wants the next guy to come in and not be as good as what Saban was doing, then maybe James Franklin is a great choice, you know? like Wait, what are you you're saying, saying? If Saban doesn't want to be upstaged by his heir. Then he would take James Franklin. If he doesn't want to be upstaged, he'll what, take James Are you Franklin. kidding me? If James Franklin got a hold of the Alabama recruiting machine, James Franklin brings people into State College, Pennsylvania. Oh, he would destroy the recruiting trail I know, trail but you're asking if he's a good X's and O's coach. Like, I, I think he's fine as an X's and O coach. I think he's a recruiting machine, and I think he would kill it in Alabama. I mean, I think that's undoubtable. Like, he's – because he was good – what was it, Vanderbilt, right? Yeah, Vanderbilt. Like, he made them competitive. Can you imagine if he got a hold of a uh, a major, major program? And Penn State is that major yeah, program. definitely. But – so that's my question. Like, he's built a great team. Like, they're top ten. But there seems to be something missing, and it might be the X's and O's. I don't know. I I always thought he was a good coach, but I think there was just like a little bit of a miss with the Sean Clifford stuff. He was so, and Ooh. I know he ended up getting drafted, so good for him, but I think there was like a... What do you mean? Well, was there like a, a, a thought that maybe he stayed a little too loyal to Clifford, even when he had Will Levis sitting behind him, and then Levis goes Ooh. to Kentucky that first year and is awesome. Yeah, now we... <laughs> And now we see Will Levis. But listen, Will Levis yeah. got drafted in the second round. Well, the, the fact that Clifford earned the backup spot makes me think that maybe Clifford was better. <laughs> I mean, Justin Fields was there, too. He was he was signed. He was supposed to be the quarterback, and he left. Uh, so we'll see. Uh, yeah, that was mean, though. I don't like when reporters get yelled at. we got to defend them, Maggie. You're speaking Japanese. <laughs> 212 for CBS. No, no, no. Coming up, great debate series. This is something we do on Wednesdays. Greatest sports anthems coming your way next. Don't move. Maggie and Perloff, CBS Sports Radio. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is Electrified Diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places.